Hi, and welcome to Bloody Bizarre. I just backed to high this week. Yeah, I, I couldn't think of anything fanciful. I mean... Merry Christmas. Ching, 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 ching. Yeah. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about just weird shit, basically. I think that sums it up pretty well. Yeah. I'm Sarah. I'm Emma. And this is the last episode of the season. Merry Christmas to those who celebrate, to those who don't. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. I don't particularly love Christmas. I had um, people used to come into my work at the pharmacy and they used to get annoyed if you even said happy holidays. Like they were annoyed at the like... Inclusivity of it? Yeah. Oh. Well, no, they were like annoyed because they didn't celebrate Christmas. Oh, I they see. They were just annoyed that you would even say happy holidays. <laughs> wow. Uh, happy... You, you know what? Happy silly season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're going to take a bit of a break after this. Because I'll be away. I'll be in, uh, I'll be gallivanting around Europe. Yeah. Um, and I need some time to get on top of things. Yeah. Sarah needs to get her life together, to be honest. Yeah. Don't we all? Don't we? Well. So we'll be back in. Oh, my God. February. Cliffy <laughs> just fart. Yes. Fucking hell. He was like audible. He doesn't even have butt cheeks. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's still going. Oh <laughs> Fuck, that's gonna come over here soon. <laughs> come me a drink. Oh Jesus. Um, I wonder if that picked up on the audio. It was pretty loud. Yeah. <laughs> Sound wet. wet. Yeah. <laughs> It'll smell wet too. He does the stinkiest fucking fart. I told you it's the biscuits that you give I changed him. the biscuits. You need to give him wet food. I'm not allowed to give him much food now. The doctors, the vet told me that he's two kilos overweight. Two kilos isn't that bad. He weighs 45 kilos. He's a big boy. I've got to stop feeding him. <laughs> um, I don't know if you have checked lately, but I have picked all of my topics for oh have you yeah you filled it all in good filled the whole thing in and i also gave us a break because you didn't have any breaks oh well i mean gave us a mid-year break two weeks off i made an executive decision (laughs) just erased we are co-ceos just erased (laughs) you're like oh no that won't do that's what i did i was like no i'm getting rid of that (laughs) you 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 tampered with my spreadsheet that i created for us yeah you spend one day on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had a little bit of spare time. Right, fine. So just like. What? So that will be like what? July. And that'll be season two and then we'll start season three. I guess. Yeah. I've only like made it into season so that it's easier for us to organize. Mm. I mean, it could even be the same season, but just like a little bit of a break in between. Whatever. I mean, we can figure all this out later. Yeah. We don't need This can be done offline. Yeah, you guys don't need to. <laughs> Unless you want to join in, give us some, give us some pointers, yeah. <laughs> um, do we have anything else? Oh, you know, the usual rate, review, subscribe. Like, listen, tell your friends. Thank you for listening if you already Thank are. you. You don't, like, you don't have to do anything. No. It would just be nice if you did. We could really use the help. Like, it'd be nice if you did. It's like, consider it. <laughs> Um, yeah, anything else? Um, I'm looking forward to hearing this little grab bag of Christmas stories today. Yeah, today I'm going to be doing, um, uh, you called it a stocking last week. Yeah. The title that I've got in my um, thing is Christmas Spookies. Ooh, I like that. But they're not all spooky. They're just weird. Christmas Tales. 
I mean, they should at least be weird because that's our brand. Yeah, so um, I will, you know, the elephant in the room is that Red Handed did just release a shorthanded that is exactly this. Okay. <laughs> but let me tell you that I did my research before they dropped that episode. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm not copying them. Right. Have you listened to that one now? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> if you want to hear a slightly shittier version, then listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's really rude. <laughs> I haven't even started yet. Okay, so uh, should I get started? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you my sources first of all. My sources are Wikipedia, Britannica.com, Reddit, Ranker, Smithsonian Magazine, TheGuardian.com, and Globetrotting.com. Happy holidays, everyone. That's in in my writing, so I have to say it. Okay. (laughs) I also said whether you celebrate Christmas or not, I hope you're having a good day. Unusually sweet of you. I also said this ep is dropping a day early, so happy Christmas Eve and happy birthday to Sarah. I'm sure I'll see you on my birthday, but <laughs> maybe I mean, if you, I have time, you can say happy birthday now if you want. I guess. Well, because this is going to be dropping on Christmas Eve. Everyone wish Sarah a happy birthday. She doesn't deserve it. She didn't really read though. <laughs> so um, yeah, this episode is Christmas themed. I'm going to cover a few stories about Christmas time that makes the holiday a little spookier, a little weirder. Mm-hmm. I wrote this research while I was waiting in Kalgoorlie Airport on the seventh of December. Oh yeah. Did we, I don't think we mentioned that, that you went to Kalgoorlie. I went to Kalgoorlie. Mm. I went to some locations from the Lisa Govan episode, which was our first episode. Mm. Went and saw the brothel, Casa something, saw the world's tallest bin. Said you liked it, hey? Yeah, I did. I quite like Kalgoorlie. It's like, it's certainly rough, but charming. Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I just wanted to mention that because as I did say, Red Handed released a shorthanded uh, shorthand on this kind of exact topic, but I did my research before that. You already said that. I know. I just wanted to punctuate it. Okay. All right. So first of all, I'm going to tell you about a horned fellow who comes around Christmas time to punish naughty children. That's right. I'm telling you about Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> what you know about Krampy? Uh, I know what he looks like, roughly. Whenever I think about it now, I think about Shame and Day. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is he German? Um, Yes, he's believed to have originated in Germany. Right. That's that's about the extent of what I know. I know what he looks like and that he started in Germany. Yeah, okay. All right, so I'm going to start by giving a little bit of a history of the thing. Mm Mm-hmm. The Krampus man. So the idea or legend of Krampus was thought to be related to pagan rituals for the winter solstice. Um, And a lot of these Christmas stories are like pagan originating. Yeah. Even like the date that Christmas is traditionally celebrated on, December 25th, has like um, pagan origins. Because I'm pretty sure that like the actual day is like December 6th or something like that. Like, I don't know. I even had to look up like what, what people celebrate on Christmas. Like, I had to double check. Oh, okay. It was... Jesus' birthday, right? Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Beat him by a day. You did? Yeah. Suck on that, Jesus. Yeah. According to legend, Krampus is the son of Hel, the Norse god of the underworld of the same name. Oh. Hel is the queen of the afterlife realm of Hel. So So her name is Hel. Her name is H-E-L, and she is the queen of the afterlife realm of hell by the same the same name it's also h-e-l she is the daughter of the god loki and the giantess (laughs) angerboda jesus yeah i've heard of loki well 
Are you thinking of the one from the superhero thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's I don't think that's the same, but Oh, yeah. is it? Yeah. He's, oh, okay. he's like a um a mischievous god. god. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Hell is the sister of Fenra the Wolf and Jormungandr the World Serpent. Krampus' popularity is seen mostly in Central Europe. He's depicted as a half-goat, half-demon monster with horns, hoofs, a tail, and a long tongue. Yeah. He punishes misbehaving children at Christmas time. He's funnily described as the devilish companion of St. Nicholas. <laughs> so what, St. Nick's rolling around and Krampus is, like, with him. Yeah. He's, like... Hanging out with him. I also had to look up... Original odd couple. <laughs> yeah. They, they have, like, a back-to-back... Yeah. Photo. <laughs> Fuck, I think Cliffy's farted again. Yeah, he stinks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I also had to look up who like that Saint, who Saint Nick was. So Saint Nick is Sinterklaas or Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Kramp is believed to have originated in Germany where his name derives from the German for claw, which is Krampen. <laughs> You're on your breath. <laughs> it just stinks so bad. Oh, yeah. Should I let, make him leave the room? <laughs> It just needs a minute to dissipate. (laughs) What's disgusting is like that's now in our bodies. (laughs) Like we're breathing that in and that's going into our cells. Yeah. That shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's upsetting. Yeah. Like imagine how much I breathe in on a day-to-day basis. I reckon if you were to take a sample of my blood, there'd be like particles in it. (laughs) I'd be like, why is there so much shit in here? (laughs) I'm like, I don't eat it. I promise. And it's dog shit (laughs) in particular. (laughs) Patient Listen. might have a penchant for eating dog shit. <laughs> Some traces of cat. <laughs> Tiny bit of chicken. <laughs> it's like pika, but just for shit. <laughs> you have to explain to them that you're not eating it. But yeah, animals just fart a lot. Fart so much. And Frankie shits all the time. And like, it, oh, she shut up a storm in this room. And like, I, I can't clean it quick enough. And... <laughs> Okay, this needs to get back on track. The spread of Christianity, the horned creature (laughs) began to be associated with Christmas. However, there were efforts to ban him or like ban references to him, I suppose, because he wasn't real. Um, When did that happen? When were they trying to ban people talking about him? um, When it started to be associated with Christmas, I guess. I don't know. Oh, what? So they didn't like that people were like talking about him. You don't get say his, his name. Yeah, take his name out your mouth. <laughs> so um, the law goes that St. Nicholas and Krampus arrive together on the evening of December 5th, known as Krampusnacht or Krampus Night. St. Nick rewards children who've been good by leaving presents, while Krampus beats the children who've misbehaved with sticks and branches. Jesus. You can't do that anymore, Krampus. If the child has been really bad, he simply eats them or he drags them to hell. Oh, fuck. It's a child. Krampus starts watching kids from the moment they're born for any misdeeds. On December 6th, known as St. Nicholas Day, children awake to either find their presence or nurse their injuries. <laughs> All these kids in Germany just waking up with, like, black eyes and yeah. getting their mum to bandage their arms and stuff <laughs> after Krampus has beat the shit out of them. Yeah, after Krampus has flurried through town. <laughs> Um, I think that the idea of like St. Nick and Krampus is, would make a really good Christmas movie if it hasn't already been made. Like a comedy or like a... Um, Maybe like a kid's movie. And then Krampus learns the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah. He learns that he's been the naughty one all along. And he starts smacking himself. 
auto cannibalism Autoerotic cannibalism. Mm. All right, it's not a kids, Great movie. kids movie. Yeah. <laughs> Krampus runs or Krampuslauf are popular in Austria and Germany and probably other places. This is where people dress up as Krampus and parade through the streets, scaring, chasing, and hitting spectators. What on earth? The article made a point to mention that alcohol is often involved. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, during the Krampus run, those who dress up. Uh, during the Krampus runs, those who dress up are supposed to stick to the route and not actually hurt anyone. But there's footage from an Italian Krampus run where a boy falls over and then these Krampi swarm him and are just like wailing on him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you say Krampi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think regardless, I think it sounds like a fun thing that we should go to at some point in our lives. Yeah, it does. Krampus run. It does sound fun. It sounds like it would Exhilarating. Be, yeah, fun and scary at the same time. I yeah. would be terrified. Yeah, oh yeah. Of the Krampi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Krampus has begun to spread internationally, in small part thanks to the numerous horror movies about the creature, uh, as well as the commercialization of the holiday period. Have you watched any of the Krampus no. horror movies? Have you? No, but Donna was maybe going to come over to watch a Christmas movie tonight. Maybe I'll try and find a Krampus one. Oh, yeah. Because she loves a horror movie too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, do it and then report next year, I guess. Mm. There's been a concerted effort in the 20th and 21st century to preserve the cultural heritage of the creature. So you might have you, you have heard of Krampus and l- listeners, you might have heard of Krampus in your travels as a human, um, but I doubt you've heard of our next Christmas villains. Mm-hmm. So that's Krampus. Mm-hmm. We're going to go all the way to Iceland now. I'll let you take a drink. To meet a band of fellows merrily named the Yule Lads. The Yule Lads um, is comprised of 13 monster descendants who, in the lead up to Christmas, would wreak havoc on children's lives. Is it always children? They have The lads have a pet cat who had a ferocious appetite for children. <laughs> always about eating children yeah um and he wasn't this cat wasn't picky about whether it ate good or bad children apparently the cat ate those who weren't dressed appropriately so if you didn't have new enough clothes you were eaten by the cat what an elitist (laughs) piece of shit yeah each yule lad had a different name and a different specialty so here are just a few examples there's there was the window peeper Yeah, this lad would peer through windows, sometimes stealing what he fancied inside. There was the door slammer, (laughs) which I guess goes without saying, but this lad would stomp around and slam doors, um, spooking anyone in the house. There was also the candle beggar. (laughs) The beggar would steal candles and light sources, leaving terrified children in total darkness. Children are supposed to leave their shoes on the windowsill, and if they've been good, the Yule lads leave little gifts, gifts, and if they've been naughty, the lads leave a rotten potato. (laughs) (laughs) Being such awful monsters as the Yule lads are, it makes you wonder about their upbringing. Yeah. Well, how did they become this way? Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you about their parents. Their parents are Wait, are they all, are they all brothers? Mm Mm-hmm. God. Well, 13 boys in a house. I mean, uh, what a rambunctious bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Their parents are perhaps worse than the children. They're definitely worse. So Grilla and Lepulau, I'm going to guess. It's got like all those weird Icelandic like yeah. uh, and stuff. So these two were giants or ogres and the parents of the Yule lads. 
Um, their father was Grilla's third husband, so Maneater mm. is our girl Grilla. The oldest poems of Grilla describe her as a beggar who wanders around asking parents to give her their disobedient children for her to eat. Apparently, um, you do can people just oblige. Well, apparently, you can just give her regular food or even just chase her away. <laughs> Get out of here, Grilla. <laughs> you again she used to live in a cottage but she later appears to have been forced out of town uh, and she now lives in a remote cave this is my swamp grilla knows which children are misbehaving and at christmas time she comes down from her mountain to search for her next meal uh, a misbehaving child she hunts these children carries them home in her giant sack and devours them her favorite dish is a stew of naughty kids oh which doesn't sound that bad. If I ate meat. It's hearty. Yeah. Icelandic winter. Yep. Grilla lives in her cave with her third husband, their um, child-hungry Yule cat, and the children, the Yule lads. Also, Grilla supposedly has dozens of children with her previous husbands. <laughs> what happened to them? Um, I don't know. They're rarely mentioned. Um, Does she ate them? M- maybe. But I don't even know why they're, like, mentioned at all if they're not then, like, described at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, like, they just want to highlight her lifestyle. She's, like, a slut. It's a little bit of slut shame. It is, yeah. They're like, oh, this big fucking ogre. There's, <laughs> like, so many husbands, so many kids. She must have a huge vagina. <laughs> In 1746, parents of Icelandic children were banned from telling the tales of the Yule family. They were just, like, traumatizing all their mm-hmm. children. The government was like, this has to stop. Yeah. That's enough. Mm-hmm. Fun is fun, but come um, on. we don't have enough psychologists to yeah. deal with this. So so that's the Yule lads and the Yule family. They sound lovely. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd like to go to their cave. <laughs> I can just imagine like all the Yule lads like doing cartwheels and stuff. and be like, They would, eh, would want to eat Abby. She's a misbehaving Ooh, yeah. child. <laughs> yeah, and she's chunky. Yeah. They'd, they'd like feast on her. Yeah. Um, so we're going to move on to a Christmas time witch known as Frau Perchta or Perchta or any other variation. Mm. Frau is common again in the mid-Europe region. Um, I was going to say these are all like Europe. Yeah. It's interesting that yeah. they've all decided to... Um, I think it's like because it's like snowy and like they have those Christmas markets and like like Christmas isn't... It's, it, it's not... In Australia, we have like beach Christmases, but it's not like it doesn't feel Christmassy, like in the traditional sense. No, but the thing I'm saying is like, why do they have all these like gory children eating stories all over Europe? Well, to stop kids being naughty, got to keep them in line somehow. You tell Abby about the Yule lads. Yeah. <laughs> you get a rotten potato, Abby. And then the Yule cat's going to come and eat you. Yeah. And then she sees Frankie and she'll be like, ah. Nah, she'll be like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, common in Austria, Switzerland, etc. So Frau Percher is a haggard, scary witch who roams around um, finding naughty children. Those who've been good might get a silver dollar from Percher. Uh, but those who've been bad, well, their fate is decidedly worse. If Frau decides you have not been behaving throughout the year, she will slit your stomach open, pull your guts out, and fill you with straw. Oh, my God. So, you know. And then you wake up and... <laughs> oh, oh I'm shit. A, I'm a scarecrow. <sighs> Perkta! <laughs> Uh, in contemporary culture, Perkta is seen as a rewarder of the generous and a punisher of the bad, particularly lying children. I suppose 
disembowelment is technically a punishment. So yeah. then, you know, that's all I have on Frau. Okay. These guys are all in the same area too. So I wonder if there's like a bit of competition. They're all wandering around looking for naughty kids. Yeah. Like there's not enough naughty kids. Yeah. This witch bumps into Krampus. She's like, get off my turf. Can ma- I can imagine them like hooking Yule, up. The Yule boys are all running around. So now we're going to go to Alsace-Lorraine in France. Still in Europe. Yep. Say hello to our next horrible little gremlin, Hans Trapp. <laughs> According to law, Hans Trapp was a local man from the Alsatian region. He was known for his greed, unscrupulousness, witchcraft, and his deals with the devil to become rich. He was excommunicated from the Catholic Church, and he lost all his wealth and social standing. As anyone would, this led Hans to start roaming the countryside disguised as a scarecrow. Yeah, that's that's the natural progression. Yeah, yeah, that's what most people do when they lose all their money. Yeah, he decided to become a scarecrow. Mm. At some point, um, Hans decides that he wants to taste human flesh. Again, a natural progression. So he lures a shepherd boy to his death cooks him over a fire and he's going to take his first bite and it's at this point that god decides things have gone too far okay after he's killed yeah. the boy and yeah. cooked him after so he watched him cook him and was yeah, like, like let's just right. see what happens yeah here. oh he's oh no he's gonna eat him let's put a stop to this did not see that coming so god struck hans trap with lightning and killed him now despite hans being dead he sometimes returns at Christmas time as a spirit or demon knocking on doors looking for children to eat. That's all I have on Hans. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little scarecrow man. Yeah. Little, yeah. Hans trap. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with a spidery story to finish off. Mm. Now, um, everyone should know I have a very impressive spider in my backyard at the moment. I showed Sarah today. I'll take a photo of it before I go. Yeah. Right. Graham, Cause yeah. it's huge. It's huge. And she's made a beautiful web. That's mm. like, it's, it's like multi-storied. Like, yeah, I nearly walked into it. Yeah. She would have eaten you. I wouldn't have stopped her. You walked into her, her web. Her home. I'm going to tell you the legend of the Christmas spider. Now I'm not talking about the Australian Christmas spider known as Ostracantha which is a pretty little spider that comes out in the summer months here in Australia, which just so happens to be Christmas time for us. Um, and so when you see these spiders, you know Christmas is on its way. Yeah, we've also got those like Christmas bugs, the Christmas beetles that mm-hmm. have the little cross on their backs. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, the, just for anyone who's there wondering, the Christmas spiders are harmless to humans. Yeah, just, they're cool. Yeah. But again, I'm not talking about these Aussie spiders. I'm talking about those featured in the Eastern European folktale, most prominent in Western Ukraine. It's in Europe. Mm. You Europeans need therapy. Everyone needs therapy. Yeah, true. Um, But also, I mean, there's probably ones from other places. I just didn't find them. Yeah, I bet Asia has some like crazy ones. Yeah, hell yeah. Save that for next year. Yeah. So, yeah, most prominent in Western Ukraine, and it provides the origin of tinsel on Christmas trees. Oh, cool. That's where that comes from. Well, I don't know if it's only where that comes from, but Mm. um, so the story goes as follows. A financially poor but hardworking widow was living in a small hut with her children. During the summertime, a pine cone fell on the ground and took root. The children excitedly cared for the tree, propelled by the idea that they might have a Christmas tree by winter. Yeah. The children, spurred on by Christmas tree hope, managed to keep the tree alive. However, come Christmas Eve, the family didn't have enough money to decorate the tree. So feeling deflated that despite having a tree, they weren't able to decorate it, the children went to bed cursing their unfortunate situation. 
Now, early the next morning, they woke up and saw that the tree was covered in cobwebs. Mm -hmm. When they opened the windows, the first rays of sunlight caught the webs and turned them gold and silver in light. The children were overjoyed. Their tree looked beautiful and they had a wonderful Christmas. I love that story. Oh, my God. I want to decorate my tree with cobwebs now. So in Germany, Poland and Ukraine, finding a spider or spider's web on a Christmas tree is considered good luck. And Ukrainians create small Christmas tree ornaments in the shape of spiders known as pavochki, meaning little spiders. Oh, my God. I want to do that. They're made of paper and wire and decorate trees in artificial webs. Oh, do you have any photos? No. We can find some. Look some up. Yeah. And that is my little Christmas tale. I wanted to end on a nice note. Yeah. Um, You know, I love spiders. None of the children eating. (laughs) No, the children were happy in this one. The spider was the heroine. Yeah. She saved Christmas. Um, Also, I found out that um, most commonly female spiders make the most beautiful webs. Male spiders can produce webs, but they don't make very nice webs. So, yeah, that's essentially the end of my Christmas tales. Um, What was the spider one called? So it's called the legend of the Christmas spider. (laughs) (laughs) But those little ornaments are called pavachki. Pavachki. Yeah. Um, That might not be how you pronounce it, but. Um, So we're taking a month off. Yeah. We'll be back at the end of Jan or start of Feb. Feb. Yeah. Um, With a whole year's worth of stories, less, uh, you know, minus that two week period that Sarah decided that we're going to take off. Yeah. I've got some really, really good ones. Mm, mm. I like spent about an hour, because it was after Abby went to sleep, I spent about an hour just going through and like finding cool things. Did you look at the ones that I put in there so far? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good good season next season, Mm -hmm. next year. Um, Thanks for listening those who have this year um thanks for you know sticking with us yeah being the um ogs getting Mm. us off the ground it's i mean it's mostly our friends so thanks yeah yeah um, yeah i am hurriedly working on merch (laughs) yeah lucky wants a shirt yeah lucky one's coming your way so we just yeah we just wanted to thank everyone that's listened so far we're trying to sort of get the the audio um okay i'm going to create a little pod recording area in my house yeah we'll dampen it with blankets and stuff to make it yeah. less echoey less echoey but yeah look tell your friends listen in next year some good stuff on the way mm-hmm. and thanks so far merry christmas and happy holidays and happy silly season and happy new year's i was gonna use oh. one of your um stories oh is there like a a uh, cr- crumpen night or whatever. Krampusnacht. Krampusnacht. Uh, happy Krampusnacht. We have a listener in Germany. They're going to be like, shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've butchered every other pronunciation. It's, you know. Yeah, it's par for the course, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, exactly. Don't take it personally. So we'll see you guys um, next year. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye.